when you have a focus, when you have a vision and you keep the mindset in alignment. And of course, I use also the environment to keep my uh, focus on the vision I have for my future and for the future of the world. Um, then when these opportunities come, you just have to have the courage to say yes. Instead of thinking, oh, well, you never know. Can I trust this? No, these opportunities come or presented to you. And then you just have to say, yes, you know, let's give it a try. And let's be open to what comes out of it. You're listening to The Business of Thought Leadership with Nikki Ballou and Michael Palmer. Welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Business of Thought Leadership. I'm your co-host, Nikki Ballou. And I'm the other co-host, Michael Palmer. Michael, I am super excited about today's guest. Yeah. She is... Uh, God, she's she's one of my heroes, actually. She is, uh, of course, none other than the great Marie Diamond, star of the movie The Secret. You may remember that famous scene uh, that she had in that movie with the Hollywood art director, which was so compelling. And uh, what's really exciting about Marie isn't just that she's such a big star, it's that she's got such a huge heart and her thought leadership is so real. So um, I know you've seen the movie and are a big fan of it as well, so... Um, yeah, it's, you know, if thinking the lives that she's made a difference for just from that one message that she had in that movie, I mean, it's remarkable. We're talking millions of people she's impacted. Absolutely. So with no further ado, let's uh, get Marie Diamond on. So the one, the only Marie Diamond, welcome to the show, Marie. Well, thank you. I'm so excited to be with you and all your listeners. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Marie, the way we like to start off each episode is we like to ask our guest, what has you be you? What is your backstory that's brought you to this place where you've made such a difference in the lives of so many people? Mm. Well, um, you know, I'm born in Belgium. I'm uh, European. <laughs> and um, so... I actually had a, an interesting start of my journey uh, that is perhaps nothing to do with business, but I will share it anyhow. I was 15. I had a bad accident. I was run over by a truck and I got into a coma. They declared me dead for a while. And um, I went into what we call a near-death experience. And when I was on the other side, uh, what we call the light, I actually got a message that I was here to enlighten more than 500 million people. And when I came back a few days later out of coma, I knew this was my message. And from that moment on, I knew I had to uh, prepare to be a leader, to make a difference in the world. Of course, at 15, you have no idea how to do this, right? And uh, so the first thing I was um, preparing for, I was like, okay, perhaps I need to be in politics or in diplomacy, working for the United Nations if I wanted to reach so much people. So I actually focused on studying and I actually became a lawyer. So because uh, for law, actually, you just need to, you know, it's a good base, I would say, for becoming a politician in my country. And uh, one Here of the too. things that... 
Yeah, okay, I didn't know that. So um, I studied that and I practiced this and I was for five years in the law for uh, the European community and the diplomatic world. And um, at 31, I kind of found out I was not the direction I could go because I wasn't really making huge impact. So meanwhile, I had learned uh, about meditation, about spirituality, about feng shui. And um, I actually set up a company, a consulting company. And the first clients were actually the politicians I worked with. I taught them how to meditate. I taught them how to become aware of the law of attraction, of, you know, their mindset and um, from there, I never, you know, looked back at being a lawyer, but became what we would call a transformational teacher and speaker. And um, then after five years doing this work in Belgium, I was like, well, Belgium is too small. There's only 10 million people, right? So I need to focus on a country that has a lot of millions of people. So I actually started going to America and... Um, then I moved to America when I was about 38, and there I made a big decision. I actually created a vision board, and I put on the vision board, I'm going to be in a movie seen by millions of people that will transform the world. And I had no idea, you know, in which uh, format, right? Uh, as an actress or a producer or a director, I had no idea I would ever be myself in that movie, like in a documentary. I had not thought about that. And I also put out an Oscar, a fake Oscar, uh, with my name on it, Marie Diamond, uh, 2006. And um, I started attracting a lot of uh, top celebrities of Hollywood to support them and mentor them and consult them. And uh, I also attracted to be part of the Transformation Leadership Council that was uh, created by Jack Canfield, where the top 100 speakers and trainers of the United States and the world were invited, as, you know, one of our mutual friends, Raymond Aaron. Yes. And... Um, so I actually became the first European founding member. Um, and uh, from there, I was actually invited to be in The Secret. And um, through The Secret, I, I can say I reached, you know, many millions of people and helped to transform their lives. So I became part of that movie. And um, as I, I would say, I was probably the only not unknown person in the movie because I was just starting in America, but it opened the possibility for me to really reach millions of people worldwide. And so far I have done that in more than 190 countries, helping to transform their lives to be, and to make a difference in the world. So I'm still working on, you know, getting to more than 500 million. And, uh, but that's kind of in short my story. Marie, I'm sitting here getting goosebumps from listening to your story. You put this on a vision board. This is like from John Asaroff's part of The Secret when he created that vision board. And you I came know. through. You did the exact same thing. Michael, let's go get a vision board right now. My God, that's unreal. My God, it's as simple as that, eh? Well, yeah, it's as simple as that, but it's it's more than that, of course. You know, I um, it's also where you put the vision board because I, I use what we call diamond feng shui. My, my principles I teach with people, how the law of attraction and your environment actually works together. It's also about meditating and connecting every day with this more than 500 million people. 
um, it's not just like writing it down. It, it becomes a process, a daily process of connecting mm. in meditation with these people that are out there. So even if I'm talking to you right now, before I uh, start talking, I always go in meditation and I reach uh, out energetically to these millions of people because perhaps one person can uh, spread the word and be touched in such a way by this information that perhaps they will, in their own way, uh, reach millions of people with making a difference through their business, through their services and sharing their products. So we never know how the ripple effect is going to be, of course, by what you're sharing as a teacher. Uh, But it's my everyday focus. I wake up and I ask the universe, I ask God, show me how, show me how I am able to reach as much people as possible to make a difference in their life. And that's my first prayer, first thought every morning when I wake up. Beautiful. It's it's remarkable what you've done, and the story is is captivating as well. The, the the differences that you've made are incredible, and how you've created all of these things through the energy and the visualization. What I'd really be interested in hearing is you seem like the type of person that seizes those opportunities, and I'd like to hear about that. You know how you connect with people and how you made these things actually gave yourself the opportunity to have these in your life. Okay, yeah. I believe that you need to have the intention, you need to connect with the intention and the vision you have in the world, but uh, you also have to have the right mindset and a mindset of being open to the opportunities that are coming. And then you have to listen to what comes to your life and then take action when the opportunities are happening. Like, you know, I was uh, in the Transformation Leadership Council in Aspen when a woman uh, came sitting next to me and I had a dream two weeks before that a woman came in my dream and she said, hey, I am from Australia. And when I'm in your life, please pay attention. And she had have long blonde hair. And I said, okay. And so this woman comes sitting next to me. She said, hi, I'm Rhonda from Australia. We're doing this movie called The Secret. Would you like to be interviewed for this? And I said, of course I am. I'm like, yes, pay attention. And, and that is actually what I believe is important to you. When you have a focus, when you have a vision and you keep the mindset in alignment, and of course, I use also the environment to keep my focus on the vision I have for my future and for the future of the world, um, then when these opportunities come, you just have to have the courage to say yes, instead of thinking, oh, well, you never know. Can I trust this? No, these opportunities come or presented to you. And then you just have to say, yes, you know, let's give it a try and let's be open to what comes out of it. I mean, there were many people in that meeting that actually said no to her. Uh, you can imagine how they, they must be kicking themselves. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And so there were 70 people and only about 20 people said yes to her. Um, and I, I was actually preparing again when I was going for the interview. I was in meditation. I was holding the vision. I was asking to really say the right things to, to uh, connect and impact the people that would watch the movie. And, um, 
after I did the interview, she said, you're going to be in this movie. And I said, of course I will be because it's on my vision board, right? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and so, um, and it's really interesting. Many people otherwise said to me that were interviewed, but were not uh, held back for being in the movie, said to me, but Marie, why are you in this movie? We are much more known. We are much more famous. We, are, we have established much more. And why are you in the movie? And I'm not. And I said, well, <laughs> was it on your vision board? <laughs> that was my question to them. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Marie, so I like a word that you used in giving us your answer, and that word was action. There's a lot of people who don't realize how important taking action is. Could you expand on that for the benefit of the listener? Yeah. You know, um, a lot of people um, have an idea about what they want to create in the world and they stay in that mental field and they perhaps feel into it and they have a huge enthusiasm to um, make it happen, but then they stay in the emotional energy. And ultimately to make something happen, we have to get into the physical level of our existence. And that means taking action. That means every day taking action, not like once in a while taking an action. And uh, taking action for me is on different levels. Um, it is uh, literally taking action, writing down what do I need to do today? Uh, what do I want to uh, do in the next weeks, in the next month? So creating, um, I would say, um, a strategy plan of what I actually want to uh, accomplish, what kind of people do I need, what kind of uh, tools do I need, what kind of uh, steps do I need to take. So that is action, of course, first on paper. And then you start looking at what do you need to do really very physically, who, who people to call, you know, what, what do I need to do really to make things happen. And action for me is that, individual steps that I need to take and connecting with my team to see who will be best uh, in making this uh, manifesting with me. And if I don't have these people, look for these people to make it manifest. But there's an, a second part of action that I always say, it's because most people don't take action, I would say, immediately. And sometimes by really focusing on your environment. And that's why I bring in uh, Diamond Feng Shui. I actually always tell people, let's create an environment in your office, in your workspace, where whatever you want to create is already in place. So that's by creating a vision board, putting it on the right place for them. It's by um, looking for their best success direction. And that's based on the birthday. We actually are creating a success place where you put your goals, where you put even your products and services, your logo, your dreams that you have, the strategy plan has to be in place there. So we're actually creating from your office a, a place of action. And also we have seen if people based on their birthday are facing the right direction, they actually go easier in action than if they face the wrong direction. So we actually create a, a space of action to manifest your dreams. And when your environment is aligned with, bet aligned between your vision and your daily actions, 
that you can take, then it's easier to manifest in the world because your first place of action is always where you work on your computer, you know, on your desk. And if that is not aligned with your vision, you know, it's much harder to get uh, actions to manifest. That's brilliant. Marie, another question I have for you that is really important to our listener is how have you commercialized all this so wonderfully and so powerfully? Because the listener to this podcast, the title of the podcast is The Business of Thought Leadership. So the listener is looking for ideas and inspiration around how to commercialize their expertise and their gifts. So how have you been able to do that? And, and, and how do you think our listener could benefit from that? Well, you know, when I started um, this journey, I had no idea there was even an industry called the self-help or development uh, industry. I had no idea. So I was totally out of my own doing things and I love to teach. So I just created ideas for uh, seminars and um, uh, there's of course two levels of, of, of bringing things forward. Um, and for me, it always starts with the spiritual aspect is that I'm connecting in and sending out this energy into the world I call spiritual marketing, actually. And um, but then you also have to go into make it physically possible. So as a lawyer from background, you know, setting up a company, that was an easy thing to do. But then finding my way how to bring things forward was a different uh, step. And it, it took me quite a, a time to really understand, you know, how to do all this. And for me, I always felt I needed to stay as close as possible to my vision and to my brand. And I really focused on my brand, you know, having the values of my brand, you know, as my name is Marie Diamond, you know, calling everything Diamond Feng Shui or, you know, um, Inner Diamond. So I stayed as close as possible to who I was and tried to connect in uh, with um, the energy I have and the energy I try to bring to the world to bring that in a very colorful um, products uh, that I commercialize um, to be original because, you know, what I bring is original. So to look at the I would say the values of my brand and then connecting with people that make that happen. I mean, I'm not a, a perfect person in organizing all this. So you have to look for a team that is able to help you do this. And so one of the things I quite quickly saw that seeing the, the things that I couldn't do, right? So, and then looking for the team that is really brilliant in that. So I was, um, at a certain moment, I knew I needed to have a home study course. I'm like, I had no idea how to start. So I was thinking, well, why don't I need, why don't I connect with the best that there is? So I just, I always start with my vision board, to be honest. You know, I put it on my vision board and I want to have one of the best uh, publishers and home study courses. And within literally a month, the CEO of that home study course was sitting, home study course company was sitting next to me and we start talking and you know, a year later, I had a home study course out that has been, you know, shared all over the world. So for me, it's like I have the idea, I create the idea, I 
imagine how I really want it to be. And then I start asking really to people, to the universe, like bring me the people that can help me commercialize this. And I've worked always with this plan just from spirit to matter and knowing that I cannot do all the material things, you know, and just be very open to people that can, you know, do this for you and find a win-win situation with you to um, share this information. And every day also, in order to be a, a big commercial success for me is to practice my own work all the time. Uh, because if I am not the master in that field, then people won't feel confident that they can actually explore these products and these services. It's like, I need to be my brand. I need to fulfill the values of my brand every day. And so I have to live what I teach. I have to walk the talk, as they say, and that will actually, you know, attract people to come to your products and services. That's how I've done it. It's remarkable. And I, I, what I'm getting out of this conversation is, you know, the, the title of the podcast is The Business of Thought Leadership. And sometimes we can all forget that there's so much happening inside of our minds and the energy levels and, and all the things that you're talking about, which is, it's a good reminder to, to stop and go, wait a second, what's actually going on? Where are we going? What are we trying to accomplish? And who, who are we actually tr serving and what's the best way to actually serve them? So that's very refreshing. But you said something that I think is, is very important for people to get. You said, I, you wanted to create this home study course. You said, who Who's building or who's has the very best in the world? And you you created that intention of working with the best. Tell us a little bit more about that thinking. Well, you know, um, you know, my vision is to reach so many people. So in order to reach uh, a lot of people, you need to work with the people that have a big vision in their own companies, in their own structures, that um, in order to make that happen, they have to be the best in their own field, right? So even by you know, connecting in with the secret, you know, Rhonda was, you know, the best producer of her continent. Um, and her ideas were probably the best and the movie was the most amazing uh, production. So it's, it's holding that I call it the golden standard. So have yourself to the golden standard uh, every day in what you bring. And it's not about perfection. It's, I call it the standard of abundance thinking. And so I try to reach out to the people that have this golden standard of abundance thinking. And it's not so much the best as perfection, like everything has to be detailedly in details perfect, but they have to have this, perfect vision of abundance uh, for their company, for their uh, clients. And abundance for me is a level of generosity, right? So I want to connect with people that have a generosity feeling to themselves, to the people that surround them, to their clients, and also in impact to the world. So I always try to look for people that it's their first focus is not money. Right? The first focus mm -hmm. should be their generosity to um, have a, a huge impact with their products and services to humanity. That's actually my, what is for me the best. 
right? And then, you know, money always follows. The dream, it has to be first, and then the, the money will follow. So for me, that is the best. The people that have the most abundant, generous, generous vision for the world. And Marie, that is such a brilliant statement. And I'll tell you, it's something that every single thought leader that we have worked with, either as a guest on the podcast or people that uh, we've had mentor us, or frankly, even people that have been our clients, every single one who's successful has a generous spirit at the heart of what they do. So thank you for reaffirming that for all of us. There's something else I wanted to, to touch on. And that's the importance of surrounding yourself with the right people. You mentioned that in your team, but you're also a member of one of the the world's most elite peer groups and masterminds, if you will. And that's the Transformational Leadership uh, Council. Could you tell us a little bit about how that serves you in terms of you fulfilling your mission in the world? Well, you know, every six months we come together as uh, the council somewhere in the world. And it's always a moment where we can be together as peers, as friends, bringing our work, our wisdom to the world. But, you know, wherever you are on your journey, I always say you need mentors and you probably have clients, but to have people that are nor mentors nor clients, they can be if you want to, but you can hang out together just you know, in a, in a joyful uh, moment together where we share with each other our latest transformational tools and practices, where we take, I call it a transformational retreat, right? Together where we are open to each other to share where our strengths are, where our weaknesses are, and in a, in a very generous way, just helping each other for five days, so in total 10 days a year, to support each other to be the best transformation leader we can be for for the world. That has been, for me, uh, a great moment of uh, inspiration each six months. And, uh, of course, many uh, wonderful friendships have connected with that. Many wonderful opportunities like The Secret, you know, publishing companies, People that um, even this interview, you know, connected through this uh, TLC meeting. Um, so it's like, for me, it's like my transformational home because as a teacher, as a speaker, as a thought leader, you're always there to support so many people. And, you know, but you also need some support yourself. You need to also go back home. And sometimes in your own family, the, you know, you are also even supporting them, right? So you're not able to always share what's what's going on in you. And if you can do that, that's just um, an exponential level. That's why, you know, mastermind groups are working uh, where people from similar backgrounds, similar focus, get together, support each other. In a way, you have to think this is a global mastermind uh, meeting. Uh, every six months and just it gives me always new ideas sometimes for me personally sometimes for my business and sometimes also how I can make even a bigger impact for the world 
That's fantastic. We're really big believers in that. We practice that ourselves, and uh, we offer that to, uh, to to our clients as well. So it's really Wonderful. gratifying to hear you do that as well. We like to wrap up each interview, Marie, by asking our guests, what are your top three expert action steps that you recommend our listener takes on in their thought leader practice so they can live that life of purpose and make the difference they were born to make and answer any of the nagging doubts that are in the back of their head. You know, the doubts that people have saying, Am I, do I matter? Am I good enough? Are people going to listen to me? What would you recommend that they take on to make those things real for themselves? Well, I first of all would like them to invite to connect in with uh, what is in their environment and start using some feng shui principles. And they can actually go and download um, the Mary Diamond app where they can uh, find their personal energy number. And based on that, they will find a compass uh, on their uh, in their app where they can see their success direction. In that app, you will get actually... Um, you know, every five days a step, how to bring your office, your home to a higher level of um, manifestation. And this is exactly the information that was used by more than half of the teachers in The Secret to make The Secret uh, such a success. And a lot of top uh, celebrities and uh, managers of top 500 fortune companies are using this to actually manifest and get into action into their own environment. So that's uh, the first step is always, you know, make sure you know where your success is in your own uh, space. The second part is I, I would always suggest people every day when you start your day, don't rush into your day. Take some time to meditate. Take some some time to contemplate about the why you're doing things. So people can go to the website, maridam.com, and receive what uh, we call the tubes of light meditation, where you know more than one million people are doing this daily, where they actually align themselves to get ready to be in the world, to be in this busy world and still stay focused on on the highest vision they have in themselves. And um, the third step I would suggest at the end of the day, I want you to look back with gratitude. The fact that you are able to do business with the ups and downs of the world, but that you are grateful for the fact that you are able to make a difference with your products and services. And to to experience that gratitude in your heart and knowing that when you're in alignment with your heart and your vision is present in what you're doing, then the next day you will have all the energy again to uh, make it happen and, uh, and to move forward to become a successful business person in the world, sharing your gifts and talents. That's fantastic. I love that. And Marie, this is the point in the podcast where we give you an opportunity to make a pitch. Is there something that you would like to let the listeners know about that uh, you'd like to promote or you think that they could uh, take advantage of? Of course. Well, um, we actually have an an online uh, webinar that's going to start um, um, very soon. It's called Energetic Branding of Your Office, where we actually are um, going in in several uh, live video webinars. Um, I'm actually mentoring you how to connect in with creating the ideal space 
in your environment to attract the ideal customer, to uh, manifest more success and abundance by using the law of attraction in your environment. Exactly what I shared with uh, a lot of top people and that I mentor, but I bring it for you in a very easy, very practical way. So when people want to know more about energetic branding bootcamp that is going to happen in a live video please go to my website, mariedam.com, and you can sign up there. Great. We'll make sure we put that exactly in the show notes. I just want to say, Marie, this has been an absolutely delightful interview. Michael and I are, are thrilled. We were both big fans of yours and of The Secret. It's just been a delight to have you on here. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you for allowing me to connect with you and your audience. It was a wonderful honor. Thank you. Our pleasure. Thank you. Wow, Michael, was that not amazing? That, she's amazing. I'll tell you. First of all, I I had a little bit of hero worship going on with her, which I had to obviously get over before we did the, uh, the show. But uh, what she shared with us around taking action, around creating a vision board, around the importance of her peer group. I mean, you saw what came out of her being part of the right peer group. And isn't that so important? Isn't that something that we constantly tell our listener, you need to be part of a great peer group? Absolutely. I mean, for me, the just listening to her, bringing back, I mean, I watched The Secret. I created a vision board. And, you know, as some people that operate more, maybe more on the logical side, might think, oh, it's a bunch of woohoo, but stuff works. I mean, my vision board back in 2004, five, whenever that came out, I can't remember exactly when. I look at it today, I still have it. It's like that story with John Asraf in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the show. I pull it out and I look at it and I go, wow, it's like almost everything on there is represented in my life today. And you know, if anything, it's kind of, hey, you know what? Time to maybe do Updated. another. Yeah, maybe do another. It came out, the movie came out in 2006. And uh, John Asaraf's story is absolutely amazing. You, you know, It was 2006 that I created that. Yeah. That's, that's the, I remember now, it was my, my apartment in Toronto. And, and uh, anyways, those were fun days. The, the other thing I wanted to say is that, you know, it's so applicable to business because we're, mm. you know, business owners and people are always talking about vision, mission, and where we're headed and all this good stuff. Well, a visual representation of it, I mean, it's just so simple, right? You're bringing a picture has a thousand worth a thousand words. A moving picture, I think they say, is worth 10,000 words. You know, if you're creating this stuff, your vision is not as powerful unless you put it into what does it actually look like in reality. A hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. And what I think Marie really represents is thought leadership. I mean, she's a global icon. She's a global thought leader. And yet she's so down to earth. She's so ready and generous with sharing her wisdom. And that's what I think is important for our listener to get is, you know, as you move along your journey as a thought leader, generosity has got to be a big part of how you show up in the world. And, and we certainly work hard to do that in our lives and, and through this podcast. And uh, Marie Diamond is a great exemplar of that. Absolutely. She's open. She's creating. She's, you can see from her story, she's going and seizing opportunities and saying, wow, somebody over there is doing something cool and they're making, and they're being successful. I'm going to go do that. I'm going to create energy around that. And that's, you know, I think that's what's so exciting about the people that we work with and our clients is that they've done that and they're doing that and they're making progress. And we get to be around that amazing energy. It's, uh, it's like uh, a very enjoyable environment. 
It, it absolutely is. It absolutely is. And y- you know what, Michael? One of the things we're doing uh, in the spirit of being generous is we've created this really powerful tool for people called the Authority Marketing Blueprint. Can you tell people what this tool is all about and, and, and why we're so excited to, to give this to people? Well, you know, life is a lot better when people consider you to be an authority on something. And if you're in business, whether you're a coach, whether you have a consulting company, whatever it is, if, if your prospects, suspects, customers consider you to be the authority on something, they don't come kicking the tire. They come ready to buy. And mm. so we kind of laid out, you know, we've done this in our businesses and we've learned from great mentors, uh, you know, handfuls of great mentors. And we've put it all together in a blueprint that we use to actually create ourselves and position ourselves as, a, as an authority in our marketplaces. And this blueprint really helps people because it's a step-by-step system that shows you how you can position yourself as the authority, as the shiznik, to use one of your favorite words, Michael, in the marketplace. And this blueprint is simple to use. It's a, it's a one-pager. Winston Churchill used to say he didn't like any plan that was longer than a page, and in fact, he wouldn't read it. So that's why we kept it to a page. And what you can do in looking at each one of the 10 steps that we outline is you can really grasp it, understand it, and apply it to to your business and your practice very quickly. And it's absolutely free. So go ahead to this uh, amazing website we have, Michael. Let yeah. the people know what it is. It, the business of thought leadership dot com forward slash authority. But you know what? If you want to get there easy, just go to authority.rocks or authorityrocks.com. We've got a couple of ones. <laughs> no, that's awesome. you know what? When you're when you're an authority, it does really rock. And here's the thing, right? You're great at what you do. Uh, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't really committed to being successful. And you it's like your customers, your future customers, they deserve working with you. And that's what we want, and we want it for us, we want it for you. So go authority.rocks, authorityrocks.com, go get it, and let us know what you think. Awesome. We're here to make you the hero in your story, and this is a powerful tool to help you do that, and you deserve that. You deserve to live a life of purpose. You deserve to make the difference you were born to make. That wraps another episode of The Business of Thought Leadership. To get more information about today's guest, you can go to thebusinessofthoughtleadership.com. Until next time, goodbye. You've been listening to The Business of Thought Leadership with Nikki Ballou and Michael Palmer. For more information and to download the resources mentioned in this episode, please visit us at thebusinessofthoughtleadership.com. Thank you for listening. 